0: to another episode of Muha's Moneyline, presented by Local219. We are getting into the thick of things with the semifinal matchups in the NBA. Um, I'll kind of just do a recap, as always, each week with kind of where we're at in regards to these playoff series. Right now, we have Miami, who are up 2-0 on the Philadelphia 76ers, who have been playing without Embiid. We have the Phoenix Suns, who are up 2-0 on the Dallas Mavericks. And then on the other side of things, we have Boston and Milwaukee squared up at one apiece. And then we also have Memphis and Golden State also squared up at one apiece. Um, Recapping the matchups from last night, uh, Miami ended up blowing out the 76ers by 16 points. They won 119-103. to And then the Phoenix Suns also um, really asserted their dominance in the fourth quarter yesterday. Against the Dallas Mavericks, and they ended up winning one twenty nine to one zero nine. Um, right off of the Phoenix and Dallas matchup, overall Dallas just does not have enough pieces to be able to compete against the Phoenix Suns. Um, Luca's pretty much carrying this team at this point. Jalen Brunson has gone absolutely um, cold. He's been a complete shell of himself to where he was in that first round series against the jazz if they have any chance of winning any games they need brunson scoring around 18 to 25 points a game without that production um, frankly the mavericks just don't have enough pieces around luca to be able to make any noise in the playoffs Uh, with all that being said right now um, the matchups going into the weekend there are no nba matchups this thursday Friday, we have Miami versus 76ers and the Phoenix Suns versus the Dallas Mavericks. Right now, the odds are pretty interesting on the Heat and 76ers. I can't find any word yet on whether Embiid's going to be playing or not. I have a feeling that he is going to be playing. Um, I have I have suspicions that they're going to just keep this um, as close to game time as possible so they kind of throw off. Uh, the Heat's defensive scheme or game plan going into the series. Vegas right now has the lines at one minus one fifteen for the Heat money line and then minus one zero five for the 76ers money line. Heat are one point favorites where the 76ers are one point dogs. I'm curious on what this line's gonna look like. If there's any announcement in regards to if Embiid's gonna be playing or not. Right now, I'm going to stay away from this game until I get word on whether Embiid's playing. That's going to be a real big deciding factor on how I want to go about um, betting on that game. If Embiid's playing, I do kind of like the 76ers to win that. If Embiid's out, I am going to be riding the heat. So just kind of stay tuned whether or not we get in a word in regards to the Embiid um, situation there. Same thing for the Mavericks versus the Suns, or the Suns versus the Mavericks, I should say, because the Mavericks are going to be at home for these next two games. Vegas has this really close with the Suns being on the road. Um, Phoenix Suns are minus one favorites for the spread, and then Moneyline favorites at minus 110 along with the Mavericks. I actually really like the Suns in this game still. I just think they have way too much for um, the Dallas Mavericks to handle. So I'm going to definitely take the Phoenix Suns money line at 110. A $20 bet pays out $18.18. And that really concludes the action that I'm going to get involved in um, in regards to the Friday matchup. So now I'm going to switch over and talk about what we have going on for Saturday. And in regards to the Saturday matchups, um, the Boston is going to be on the road for the first time this series. Right now they're three-point underdogs. Um, and looking at 125, plus 125 125 on the money line. However, I do like the Bucks in this game. Um, I'm not exactly sure um, if I'm going to be doing a two-teamer express with parlaying this with the Grizzlies matchup. I'm unable to see what some of the alternative lines are. I'm sure I'm going to be able to get a look at that on Friday when it's a little bit closer to the game time. But honestly, right now, looking at bucks minus three at minus 105 odds that's not bad at all a $20 bet pays out $19.04 so $19.04 on that for the payout on a $20 bet with the bucks minus three and then on the other side of things We have the Grizzlies, who are actually quite a bit of underdogs with the Warriors being at home, which I find really interesting. It was announced today that Dylan Brooks is going to be suspended for Game 3, so they are not going to have Dylan Brooks, which was pretty much the entire case for Game 2 because he got thrown out of the game three minutes in um, into the first quarter of that previous matchup to when he fouled Gary Payton pretty hard. However, again, I do find that the plus 7 for the Grizzlies to be quite interesting. Um, this series has been close wire to wire pretty much from start to finish. You could even make a case that the Grizzlies could potentially be up 2-0 in this series, but that's this isn't a game of what-is. However, the series is tied 1-1. I have liked what I've seen from the Grizzlies quite a bit. They aren't afraid of this Warriors team. Um, I think they're just trying to show the rest of the world that they are meant to be um, in this category of top teams in the league. And pretty much this series is a series of growth for this team. I don't think a lot of people are expecting them to win this series. So I think they're just kind of carrying this underdog mentality going into this entire series. And they're riding off the coattails of that. John Moran has been absolutely fabulous. He went absolutely nuclear this past game. And with all that being said, I really like the spot with the Grizzlies plus 7 at minus 110. A $20 bet will pay out $18.18. And I'm just really curious on how the Warriors are going to play at home. They've been kind of struggling from the three-point line, especially this game two that just recently happened. Poole, Thompson, and Curry were just abysmal from the three-point line. So I'm sure they're going to be shooting a hell of a lot better when they're on their home court with the fans um, in attendance there um, it's going to be an interesting series the rest of the way I'm curious this game three is going to be a really key game um, and it's going to really just determine on who's going to take advantage of this series um, I, I would say the Grizzlies definitely have to win at least one of these two games so if they don't win game three um, game four is going to be an absolute must. I don't see a situation where the Grizzlies win this series if they go down two games. So they always got to at least keep it within one game. Um, but again, I'm writing off the coattails of how the Grizzlies have been playing. John Morant's been absolutely insane. So lock in that Grizzlies plus seven. All right, everybody. And it is finally the return of Canada Torres. I think it's been a two or three week hiatus. But just in time for the NHL playoffs. Um Canada Torres welcome back buddy.
1: You know, it's great to be back. muha. thanks a lot. I do appreciate it. Um sorry about that little hiatus. Life gets it busy and in the way, but we're making it back in time just to get into the first round of playoffs. Boom. So great to be back.
0: Yeah, and then uh, our conversation before we got on the line here, it sounds like you have a couple of different things that you're going to run through. Um, We got some future picks that you're going to give, and then also just some daily matchup picks. So, why don't you start off with some of your future picks for um, the NHL playoffs?
1: So, going in the futures, we'll start in the West just because that's where my heart's at. who I'm seeing out of the West I mean we saw the other night Colorado just absolutely blitzed uh, Smashville and sm- they got just smashed all over the board for a 7-2 victory over them um, Colorado's really not going to see any trouble until um, the winner of Minnesota and St. Louis but going on that I think we see uh, we see the Minnesota wild coming out of the West. Like them, the 2-10 Goldie between Talbot and Flurry is just going to be unbelievable. The key factor is going to be krill the thrill, putting up points for the wild and making sure they have a dominant performance. It's absolutely terrible as NHL fans that we have to see the wild play the blues in the first round, because this is a this is a, conference, this is a Western conference final look. I mean, these two teams are gritty, hard-nosed playing teams. They, they're going to smash you through the boards. Uh, but coming out of the West, I like Minnesota. I think they're the team to beat. Um, many for many. you yeah, I, I like, I like them. I like that too. Them in the defense they play East. East is going to be a little electric. Um, I mean, we're going to have, we're going to see the bat. I think we're going to see the battle of Florida in that second round, uh, between the lightning and the, uh, Panthers. And then honestly, I can see us getting a Metro playoff between, um, the Rangers And we'll see how Carolina's goalie situation goes. But I still like the Rangers. Again, big fan of the goalies. And honestly, you can't win a championship without solid defense. And Rangers have that. Um, They got some young bucks coming up, coming and playing. Um, So honestly, I like seeing the Rangers coming out of the East. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a battle and test some of those young cats coming out of there. But I do like to see the Rangers come out of the East. Going on that. I think our cup winner is Minnesota. I think the curse gets broken. The title finally comes to the Wild, who deserve it, who've been battling uh, day in and day out. So I love the Wild to take the cup.
0: Yeah, I don't follow hockey. I didn't really even follow hockey much during that Blackhawks run. But I always just remember um, with some of the games I watched that Minnesota was always pretty good when the Blackhawks were on their run. And it seems like just from your uh, analysis there that they're still a pretty strong team, um, even after all this time that has kind of passed.
1: In that that little dynasty there, uh, Minnesota ran into a little bit of goalie trouble, uh, hit some cap space issues, and went down for a little bit, but the was still solid. Um, And now, again, they picked up Cam Talbot and Marc-Andre Fleury, who who came from the Hawks. and I think, again, I think Minnesota's primed to primed to break the curse. Love them, love the way they play. Uh, just just solid team all around. And defense wins championships.
0: Very nice. And then um, kind of going into some of tonight's matchups for hockey or just kind of going into the weekend too. What what do you have um, going on with those? So
1: tonight I, I, looked, I looked all across the board. i uh, just sticking to hockey. Um, we're gonna go. You know what? We're gonna give the people what they want. I've been gone for too long. We're gonna give you guys every game. What I like out of every game, give you a nice pick, good odds, nothing over minus two hundred. Just something nice, something nice for the people.
0: All right.
1: So, so game one, we got the uh, we got the pesky Pens against the New York Rangers. We got against them. Rangers at home, and anyone who watched that first game, it was banana lands. Three overtime. Pittsburgh brings in their backup after DeSmith goes out with a lower back injury. He's day-to-day. Louis Domingue, not a bad guy. Kind of bounced around the league, a little bit of a a suitcase guy. But, again, not a bad guy. So far, 1-1, no. But hasn't had much playing time. We'll probably see Igor again in that. And, my God, Igor played his mind out that first game. 79 saves and three overtimes. It's just unbelievable. He's spinning on his head. Lucky uh, lucky touch-in for the Pens. Gave them that overtime win. I don't think we see that tonight. I think we see the Rangers take care of business. Um, take care of business in the three periods, in 60 minutes. So what I'm going to give you is just the regular money line. You know, we'll, we won't risk it. We won't put too much cheddar on it. But I do like the New York Rangers uh, money line. And the odds I found it as 160 off draft, uh, minus 160 off draft Kings. Okay. Now, second game I have, uh, we got the Washington Capitals visiting the Florida Panthers. Um, honestly, we saw that we saw that uh, first game. We saw Washington sneak away with that win at away, and I mean that's big. We're going to see the Cats battle back. I do think the Cats take that game, but I don't like the money line odds on it. So, but I do like the Washington Capitals to cover cover uh, cover one goal, so the plus one and a half at minus what did i find the odds I'm at looking I'm looking at
0: minus 110
1: 110 yeah minus 110 I still think they take care of business uh we know Sergei is going to be in that Sergei's a great phenomenal goalie I mean he's always he's always talks for the top 5 goalies in the league uh, we're going to see the caps most likely put Vitek and I'm going to butcher this name uh Chenyak. um again solid goalie probably caps top guy right now um, so I think the Caps keep it close. I think the Panthers pull out and win. Split it on the split it at home. They have to, otherwise, going up to Washington, it's going to be a battle for the Caps. But I do like Washington to cut co- at the plus one and a half at minus one ten for that second game. Um, now for that third game, we got the Avs versus the Pan- uh, Predators uh, again. I, the Avs the Aves are straight off out, right off out of the gate. Like I said earlier, seven-two victory against Nashville. Nashville does not belong in this game, and Colorado has just too many weapons for Nashville to take care of. We'll most likely see Darcy Kemper in net for the Avs, and we'll see Connor Ingram in net for the uh, Predators. Again, i I can't see, I can't see the Predators taking this one in Colorado at all nowhere close to it i think uh are yeah, too much it's just a goal scoring machine we're gonna see another o, uh another over so i'm taking i'm taking the total over of six so an alternate over rather than six and a half at minus 190 it gives us that option for a push i honestly don't think we'll have to worry about it but rather be safe than sorry and then our final game we have for the night, we got Dallas visiting, uh, still up in Calgary. Again, it's kind of a slow game, last one, a one nothing victory for uh, Calgary. I think we do see another under. However, I don't really care for the odds. I'm not one to bet the under. Life's too short to bet the under. So I'm taking the Calgary Flames, 60-minute money line, minus 130. Love Markstrom in net. I think he's going to be proving himself more and more of these playoffs, and they could be the chance out of the North um, going through Dallas. Not a really big fan of Dallas. Got some pieces, but I don't think they have the complete package to knock off Calgary. So I'm going to take, again, the Calgary Flames, 60-minute money line, not the overall money line, the 60-minute money line to win in regulation at minus 130.
0: Very nice. Canada Torres came back strong and ready to deliver.
1: Doing it for the fans. A two-week hiatus to rest, recover, get everything together. Um, People deserve it. People need a little puck luck tonight. It is Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Well, we appreciate your time. And that was Puck Luck with Canada Torres.